clear. Stand by. Stage reset and house lights. Thanks team for another great show. I'll see you all backstage. This is Designed to Change Backstage Conversations. Earworm is back in our ears, Elena. The conversation's earworm. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? It is. I felt good. I, you know, I love talking about event design. I could talk about it all day, every day. Uh, so it's it's a, a lot of fun to have these conversations with you again. And yeah, we're delighted to have them uh, because when when you speak the language or when you're, you know, you, you've 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 practiced it, you've learned it, you've applied it, you're you're able to train others how to use it. And um, you think about it more deeply together with other event designers. <clears throat> it's almost as if you can skip a lot of the base kind of thinking and, and the jumping off point is very high to continue. And I right. almost feel like, you know, just as I'm experiencing this with you, what I'm I think many events struggle with that to create that level playing field before you even start. And although I think right. we now have a lot of tools to do that, uh, but it's also the grit and determination and persistence of building event on event on event and having qualifying application rounds of, you know, you cannot just come to the event. No, no, no. There's something you have to do before there. There's a certain entry behavior or entry qualification before you can actually start or even register. Um, but maybe we're, I'm the wrong person to say that. How does that work in your field? Um, <clears throat> you know, I think that it is like, you know, I'm a thinker, <laughs> uh, but having the, the methodology and having the knowingness, like we, we talked about, hmm. like it does give you um that that base point that you can you can lead a team with mm. um and it's it makes it it makes it fun because you you have seen what it can do um and the knowingness of what it can do right so that you can you can achieve these goals that you've set out to achieve. Hmm. Um, and I like how, let's say when um, somehow like the markers of change, the moments that you meet or the conversations you have become those markers of change, right? So, and I remember that totally. in your journey and the journey we had, I mean, we were doing a project with Indeed in Austin and yeah, <laughs> I discovered Torchy Tacos, I think, was it? You did, Torchy? yeah. <laughs> I don't even have to look it up. I just know it because the experience of, you know, um, meeting in different places on the planet, but having a continuing conversation regardless of context mm -hmm. or the time you visited here in Alsace close to Switzerland and the opportunity to then have those conversations in different contexts, I think is... Um, that's the stuff that life is made of, right? So if you're able to string these moments together effectively, you know, not forcefully, but um, 
because they they build on each other. I think that's that's what people are at the end of the day looking to spend or invest their time in. Right. 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 Um, so just a year ago, I mean, you started at Vivos Therapeutics and they, had they ever heard of event design there or what, how, how did that work for you? Like in the beginning when you, you come new into a company, right? Right. You have, right. This, you have this, lots of experience in the field or in other fields and then you walk into this new company. What happens to you then? Because I think many people are changing environments right now, especially in the events industry. And how is that? Totally. For you? Uh, it's been really good. It, it's funny because just last week, uh, I was having a conversation with someone on my team and they're like, I didn't even know that there was a certification for event design. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there is. It's really cool. Um, I, I really do use it all the time. And uh, they, they start asking more questions and wanting to know more mm -hmm. uh, about the process and about the certification and how it works and what it is exactly. And, it just starts that conversation. And that's awesome. You you were just saying you're headed out to Vegas next is next week. And then after that, you have another event. Right, right. So there. we have, uh, yeah, next week, I'll be going to Vegas. Um, and it's it's a trade show that we're going to and then we have our own event uh, that we'll be having the following week in Vegas. So lots of Vegas trips. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're actually headed out to Vegas in early November or yeah, early November, where we're actually going to officially launch the book. That's so awesome. I love it. <laughs> 2021. So at, um, so we've been obviously, you know, <clears throat> and you're doing your event at, at, at uh, Caesars, uh, as I understood. Uh, yeah. They've, they've trained a whole lot of people, uh, clients and staff on, on the methodology as well over the past uh, uh, two years. Um, to us, that's really fascinating to see kind of these worlds meet as well, right? Where people that have like-mindedness, um, which also reminds me, you were in Vegas when we were doing one of the trainings with Caesars and we ended up, yeah. you know, meeting again in, in Vegas. So it's, it's, it's amazing how these pivotal moments just kind of keep, keep, uh, keep interacting. It is. Yeah. yeah. I've had, I've definitely had a, an event design journey. It would be, it would be fun to like, actually map that out <laughs> globetrotting journey <laughs> yes because yeah, yep. your certification was you you were in you were in uh canada montreal montreal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was thinking it was a toronto montreal but you were in the first class in montreal i was which yep. which again you know no coincidence marie france watson is on an earlier episode yes uh, yeah she she you know she did what's in the beginning of the book, right? A good conversation shifts in the direction of change. She said, why are you guys in Toronto? You should come to Montreal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and hence, she, she instigated that change. And then we ended up, you know, being in Montreal for a number of editions. Um, which, yeah, I think, I think that's just fascinating. Uh, as a matter of fact, during our recording, my daughter from Cop from Copenhagen called, who was in the same class with you there. <laughs> yes, yeah, she was. It just reminds me, I said, you know, cannot disturb, I'm recording the podcast, <laughs> but <Yeah>. I'll, <laughs> I'll say hi for you, uh, because I think it is a small world, right? If you... Totally. If you, um, if you geek out on something, you're bound to find the people that really geek out on stuff together. Right. And yeah, you find your tribe. 
Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> it gives a sense of belonging or a sense of wonder, maybe. Um, but uh, I mean, the two words I'm taking away again, I, I'm just going to repeat them so often I can't forget them. Now I just wrote them down on a post-it and they're stuck to my computer here. The knowingness and the doingness. I think they, these two words might end up in the EDC mastermind this time around. Uh, yeah. Because we're going to talk a lot about trust, trust in the trusted advisor. And we're going to dissect trust. But I think this idea of knowingness, I, th I think it's a fascinating word. No, How do you guys it's, use it's... that? Or what, what, what got you caught on to that term? Um, so it's kind of funny. I think like I had this conversation with somebody not too long ago. Um, and I've had it with a, a few people, actually, it's been like a thing in my life that has been, uh, it comes up again and again. And I used to get really upset <laughs> when I was younger because I didn't, I felt like I should know more. Right. And I was like, why don't I know more? Like, why do I like constantly feel like that? And, uh, one of my mentors one time was like, well, why don't you just learn more? Like, why are you putting all of that pressure on yourself? And that to me was like wow. that comment. That was like one of those life-changing comments. Right. And I was like, why, why don't I learn more? Like it, it's pretty simple, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just go learn more. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of where that word came from. It was like, I've tried to like really put in my my world to go and learn more like kind of constantly reading. And if I don't know something that I want to know, then I just go and figure it out. I learn about it. And that's how I got to the event design handbook. Like somebody asked me to, you know, create this event, my employer. And I was like, Oh, I don't know anything about putting together events. Like I've done lots of, lots of exhibits and trade shows, but never had my own event that I was responsible for. Mm -hmm. And I, I ordered like five different event books that I found on Amazon. This was one of them. And uh, I kind of like did like a skim through all of the books, kind of like seeing what it was about. And uh, this, I, I haven't read any of the other books. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the other books. <laughs> I know I started, I started with this one and I just didn't stop. Was it because obsessed. of that pretty pictures or was it? Was it pretty pictures, <laughs> pretty pictures. I think like the first page I read was like, this is what I need. This was like, just, this is what I was looking for. I needed a methodology that would help me think through, again, thinking through the process and educating me. And that's going to help me learn how to do this. And this, this book seemed like it was the right, the right choice. Makes me wonder, is there a, a word called thinkingness. Thinkingness. <laughs> I think that now we're going to mess everything. <laughs> yes. yes. Knowingness, I, doingness, trustness. Yes. Thinkingness. Yeah, I, all of the nesses. <laughs> this is such um, a fascinating story. Uh, and it to us, this is why we do what we do, right? Um, um, and it's, it's also gratifying to kind of hear that back not 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 because we're um we're in doubt of what we're doing but when it comes full circle yeah. i mean when when was your training program remind me in montreal was in 20 2018 18 yeah 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 so here we are in 2021 right right um and we're still 
in in the learningness, right? We're <laughs> right. <laughs> so that we can have the knowingness, so that we can have the doingness. Absolutely, yeah. Because yes. only the doingness creates value, right? Right. If you do right. it, if you keep applying it, if you keep learning, it will create value down the line. Um, fascinating journey. Fascinating journey. Um, <clears throat> what's what's what's? Uh, I mean, you said what's next next week, but. We spoke a little bit before this off the record about the EDC mastermind and what you would like to get out of it. Um, I've never asked anyone in public, even backstage, this question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you would you give a sneak peek for our audience what your next learning learnings want to be or what what you think that is? Yeah, I I mean I think that communicating is super important. And being able to do that effectively is such a good quality to have, right? Mm. Um, and I feel like that's something that I'm kind of always working on, um, but that I, I should really study and practice more. So um, that I know I can, like having the event design process and knowing that you can help achieve these goals for whoever the event owner is, right. Is it's an amazing feeling. Um, but if you can't communicate that, um, and have everybody on the same, same playing field and in an agreement with what it is that you're doing to achieve that goal, mm -hmm. then it's, uh, it's unfortunate, right? Like that's a lot of wasted effort also, right? So right, it's like right. And and I've heard I've heard stories, you know, of that happening. Like you put all this time and effort into something. Hmm. And, you know, maybe there are some changes that need to be made, but that's what the conversation is for. Right. Like here's the prototype, here's the goals that we're we're gonna achieve with this prototype. Um And this is the, the behavior and change we're going to create with mm. this. Mm. And if you can communicate that and have a conversation about it, uh, then it can be an amazing uh, effort, right? It, it really can create change. But if you... It's also respectful of the... So as you're saying that, what, what I'm reminded of is something I read the other day. And I retweeted it or I reposted it, I think on LinkedIn. Um, you can only appreciate the art of the um, uh, of the delivery of an event if you take the effort to design it well, but also right. push it through the design phase into the execution phase. Right. Because with improper prep preparation, you will not get the right appreciation for the craft of delivering a well experienced event, right? Right. Yeah. So one There has is, to... is the prequel to the other. And without one, you undervalue or you under, um, how do you say that? There's an under the effort. Yeah. The effort is not appreciated or is not justified maybe even. Right. 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 Yeah, you so have to. It goes into into that. <laughs> it is if if you're doing it, 
if you're doing it right and you're really going through the process and you're putting the intention there to create that change in behavior, it is a lot of work, right? To, to figure out what it is that's going to create that change in behavior Mm. and how you're going to measure that. Right. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be a lot of work, but the intention has to be there and you have to know yourself as the event designer that you can do that. Right. And that it's more important that you do it than you not do it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so how has your trust built over time for what you just said? Um, I think, well, <laughs> you know, I, I read the book like three times and I, I went through all my notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not at all, but I had a ton of questions. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, reaching out to rule and you guys working with me and helping me answer those questions again, myself learning, right. And making sure that I had all of my questions answered and my knowingness where it needed to be in order to have the doing this, um, was, was super important for me and like going through that journey and figuring out, okay, these are all of the, the change behaviors that I need to create and like figuring out what was going to create that change in behavior and being able to measure that change. Just, just going through that process was, I, I could see it. Right. And once I could see it, it was just like, oh, you know, <laughs> it was, I was like, this is, this is amazing. And, and I know we need to do this. I think that was when I, when I could feel that we needed it hmm. and that this is important and that all of our future events needed this, um, that, you know, having those hard conversations was was easy for me to have in a way because I knew again that it was more important for us to take the time and the effort to do this and be able to create that change in behavior than not to do it. Hmm. Has applying the process become easier over time for you? Yes, it has. Um, I think you know one of the one of the things that I was having a little bit of a a challenge with was the rapid prototyping. Hmm. And that's, that's really when I came out to Montreal, I was like, I need help on this topic. <laughs> um, and so I'd already gone through the event design process with my whole team. Um, but when I got to the rapid prototyping, we, we did some of it, but I was just having some challenges with it. And so that's, that's why I came out to Montreal. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, when we did the CED plus online facilitator, there's, there's little things that I learn and pick up every time I do it. Um, I think the Delta on the, on the online facilitation was like, I learned some new things there that I hadn't known before. Um, and so it's, it just gets, every time you do it, you pick up something else. There's like all these little intricate, I can't say the word right now. Intricate. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got stumbled on a word before and you helped me. <laughs> I, I, I could practice before you were going to say it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> but actually, um, it's funny because it, did we have the Delta in 2019 in Montreal already? You there was a Delta in 2018. Yep. Oh, in 2018. I think. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think yeah. we created that 
because there was a uh, there was a stumbling block at some points when the event canvas became uh, too elaborate when you have a consolidated canvas for whatever four or six or eight different stakeholders the story becomes too much to absorb right so each story is relevant right. but designing for the total story is is again uh, not simplified enough and that's when we created the event delta to articulate the design goal per stakeholder yeah so like, i think yeah. i think we you already had it in 2018 but maybe not maybe that's why Maybe you guys were the remember. first class where we tried it on. Maybe that's the case. Maybe. You didn't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. Um, yeah. But yeah, every every time I go through the process, I feel like I learn something new or even a different perspective, you know, working with all the other, all the other CEDers. Yeah. Um, you get kind of their perspective on something and it kind of just changes the way you might do something. Yeah, and it's also learning together is staying together in my view, right? So yeah. everybody brings a little part of the puzzle of where they get stuck or what, they, what they've tried or where they've seen it work and the trust gets built collectively. And that's what I really appreciate for people to be so loyal in coming back as well. Uh, I mean, this group just keeps growing and growing, but it's really the, the core group that's been with us longest. Yeah. Um, that really has the grit and determination to, uh, to be there. So thank you for being part of that um um of that group in such a, a powerful manner and also for proving us wrong that you that you cannot already have your project nearly done by the time you start with the program right <laughs> when we tell that to others it kind of makes their hearts sink <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we just had a cohort this afternoon from august this year uh, and they were just kind of getting started, you know, because it's you know October and some of them had started and others are all, you know about to start. And uh, I should mention your story more often now. Yeah, I you know I just didn't know any other way. I just thought that's how you do it. So yeah. I didn't even know I didn't even know that there was a level three when I first started going through the facilitation. So it was just like yeah. I got it. I'm yeah, and I'm on a timeline, so gotta go. Come on, go go go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I love that. Uh, and the fact that, you know, you had so many questions and interest in, uh, you know, covering that with rule and, and going through the book. And to us, that <clears throat> that's really cool because that's how we get challenged and that's how we learn as well. Right. So right. Uh, something we once wrote down in 2016, um, you know, it still works really well and it has tweaks and improvements and the toolkit has completely kind of been translated and changed and, and updated and um, but in essence, the bare bones are still the bare bones, right? So it's, it's mm -hmm. still the same thing that initially was launched in 2014. I had a blast geeking out with you, Elena. Yes. On this, uh, <laughs> um, Design to Change podcast. Like you say, you could talk about it for hours. That's how you started the, uh, <laughs> our conversation. Um, any calls for action for our uh, listeners? Calls for action. Um, yeah, go get the book. If you haven't gotten the book, geek out on it. Like you said, ask questions, get involved, sign up for one of the, the levels, right? And just, just ask those questions and start learning, right? If, you, if you're in events, like having this knowingness again, mm it's going to change the way you do things. And that is like the most, uh, 
exciting thing to me is like learning something that changes you. Yeah. And this is what that did. <laughs> Superb. I cannot wait for the next Torchy Tacos or bottle mm. of uh, Riesling in the Alsace or anywhere in between uh, where we will meet next. Thank yes. you so much for being on our uh, backstage, hanging out with us. Thank you for oh, listening. You. Look out for Elena's answers in the onstage part, if you haven't heard that, because you might listen in reverse order. Um, um, it's an absolute pleasure, um, and we look forward to seeing you soon again. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag design to change and hashtag event canvas. Want more thought provoking content like this? Visit designtochange.online to purchase your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation. <laughs>